So what happens when you deny the existence of your emotions? You try to stuff them down. You try to get rid of them. You try not to deal with those emotions when they come about. That's what we're going to talk about today on episode number 32 of The Relaxed Male. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Amen. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. I want to thank you for allowing me the access to your, to your podcatcher and coming into your, into your listening habits for each week. This show comes out every Thursday around three o'clock PM central time. So get it somewhere everywhere around, around that time. <laughs> and we're, and, we are available. This show is available on just about any, all, well, it should be available on all pod and podcatchers out there, except for like the ones that are very exclusive, like Luminary and uh, Himalaya and things like that. I don't think that I'm on Himalaya because I don't think China really <laughs> attests to my, to my, my line of thinking all that much. But if you are ever interested in, if you're been listening to this show uh, for a while and you want to be able to, be notified when a new episode comes in and is available. You can always do so by going to relaxmail.com forward slash subscription. There you can actually subscribe to the show through a whole myriad of ways. Or if you happen to be using a different app, I've actually have set it up to where you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash overcast and it'll take you to the overcast page uh, forward slash Castro. Same thing, but you can go to uh, relaxmail forward slash Apple. Or iTunes, or, and they will both take you over to the the Apple Podcasts app. Forward slash Google will take you to the Google Podcast. Forward slash Spotify take you to Spotify. Forward slash Android. If you are an Android user, but you are on one of those where you don't get to get all the you don't use a, a particular app, then this will actually this is a a means of being able to just do a couple within a couple of clicks subscribing to to a show depending on what your what your app is like uh podcast addict things like along those lines forward slash stitcher if anybody still uses stitcher uh forward slash uh iheart radio will take you to iheart radio forward slash pandora if you want to listen to me over on pandora forward slash deezer forward slash uh pocket cast forward slash cast box forward slash Player FM forward slash even swoot, which has now been turned into pod hero forward slash uh, radio public forward slash breaker forward slash bean forward slash pot good pods, which is just a new one I've added just a last week, I believe, which is kind of a like social media podcast, uh, pod catcher client. You might check that out forward slash bullhorn or if you want to listen online. Like you can also go to forward slash podchaser. Now, if you do like the show, I'll, I'll ask it again, but to definitely go over to uh, podchaser.com forward slash relaxed mail and leave a rating or review for this show. 
So, but anyhow, I'll let you listen to this and see if it's uh, worthy of a rating and review because this week we're going to be talking about denying your emotions. But before we actually get into that, we're going to be ta- doing the question of the week. Got the question of the week this time. And it's actually by an actual person this time, which is amazing. Uh, the guy's name's John. And he, uh, this one is kind of, kind of surprised me, but it's a good question. And <laughs> it asked, dude, I thought you, this was a podcast that was supposed to help dads with their sons. What are you, when are you going to start helping those dads with their sons? And what I got to say about that is I'm kind of doing that right now. I guess it, I'm looking at it as the Mr. Miyagi way of you're learning. We're getting the base skills down right now you got to do learn how to wax on and wax off and sand the uh, uh sand the deck and paint the fence and paint the house and things like that and before before you can really start applying to helping your son because in all reality the line of thinking that I to be able to help your son you have to help yourself first you have to have your priorities straight. And those priorities for me are God, me, family, friends, the rest of the community. And the reason why I am second is because I have to put my mask on first before I can help help my family. So I have to have myself first. I have to make sure that I'm taken care of. I have the <clears throat> the energy needed to be able to and the the knowledge needed to be able to help and assist my family in the ways they need me to do so i have to be second which sounds very counterintuitive a lot of people like you should be giving everything to your family families should be should be before before you put your family before yourself and that's not really a good thing to do because you are actually end up start uh you actually end up sacrificing yourself instead of helping your family and that does you no good. It does your family no good because eventually you are burnt up. You, you've got a bad case of burnout. You're, you're frazzled. You, and you start having other problems cropping up. So I am going to be going into episodes down the road that are going to be more directed towards dads helping their sons. It's just right now there are a lot of little details that really need to be addressed and really need to be looked at before I can actually, before we really start diving deep into to helping dads and or having allow getting their dads, dads to help their sons and to be able to connect with them more. But one of the things we have to understand are emotions. And that's what we're going to be talking about this week. Emotions are one of those things that, and it's not just a man specific thing. Women are very much, very much uh, in a way do this also. But most men, we realize we have emotions. We feel happy. We feel sad. We feel all the range of emotions that uh, a human being is able to feel. But the problem that we run into a lot is that a lot of times we will take a an emotion, and we associate it as something bad. Maybe something happened to us when we were younger, and we feel this particular emotion, and say hunger, or not? Yeah, well, say hunger. We feel we, or maybe we feel scared. Maybe uh, we had a, our parents were had their own 
emotional issues and they just, they fought it out with each other all the time. Maybe went through a divorce and thing, and there were something that, you know, happened that really kind of stuck in the, in the front of your, your brain. And when we have anything that closely resembles the emotion that is associated with that thought, we've really tried to start shoving that emotion away. We try to start denying the access to that emotion and allowing that emotion to actually live, to thrive, to build and to come what it was supposed to be, which is in all reality a learning experience and allow your, your mind, your memories to be colored with that particular emotion. We start becoming afraid of an emotion. Uh, there are times that we may had something that was horribly sad happen. Um, I've had uh, grandparents die. Heck, even when my dog Cricket died, just tore me up that I lost my lost my basset hound. Cricky was my was my walking buddy, and she was she was there. She was the, always made it, it was so much fun whenever I got home because she was the she was the most worked up and excited to see me come home after a week of being away. She was just it was you always smiled because you, there was somebody who was extremely happy to have you. You know, and the. And the loss of, of of someone can really, really affect you. And we maybe that we and we tie that that sad emotion to to our to our to that bad event that happened in our lives. And so we start trying to de- deny it. We start pushing down. We start resisting. We start start um, fighting against what that emotion could, actually can be. Now, I know, yes, guys have a certain level of stoicism already. I want to say bred into us. It's, it's part of our, our natural being to, to have a level of stoicism. And that's actually a good thing because you don't need to be gripped in emotion at the, in the moment of, of a battle. You don't need to be, when we make decisions on, on emotionally based decisions, we always make the wrong decisions, no matter what. Just look at uh, the Patriot Act right after 9-11. We should have sat back. And before we do anything with, with the, with that Patriot Act, we should have let our, let ourselves set for three, six months and let the, the emotion work itself out. So, and then decide that we, on what we want to do, because we would have made a completely different set of, of, of choices that probably would have been a lot better and a lot more, a lot less restrictive. But we didn't. So we now have the, the, the inability to see our families off at the airport. We don't have the, the ability to greet our, our loved ones when they come off the plane. We have a lot of other issues that come with, the the events that came from an emotional decision, knee jerk re- decision that that came right after right after nine eleven. But we have that stoic side, and so it's not that we should not allow stoicism to happen because stoicism does a lot of good. Where if we're able to separate our emotions and process those emotions at a later date, where with our wives or with our our good friends. We can then process those emotions and, and be stronger for it. It's a great, a great skill to have is to be able to just to take that emotion that whatever it is that's, uh, that's going on, set it off to the side and say, I'm going to deal with you here once I get the immediate problem fixed. And so as guys are able to do that, but 
what happens if you keep shoving it away? You don't want to deal with it. You don't just, you simply don't want to deal with it. You have to deal with something. It's like, like, uh, it's a responsibility that you deal with it. And my kids will tell you when it comes to, it comes to responsibility, responsibility is a lot like a bull. You can sit there and you can dodge it from, a, from time to time, time to time. But sooner or later, that bull is going to come up and he's going to get, put a horn in your butt. So you, it's good to, it's good to actually address emotions as they come about and it, or at a time that is soon as possible. And we don't a lot of times when we start to, trying to deny our emotions, we start trying to keep our emotions from actually being something as, as wonderful and beautiful as they are. Even, you know, the, the negative emotions, sorrow and, 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 uh, grief and things like that. Those are all, those are always, uh, all wonderful emotions. Yeah, they're messy, but that's, that's just part of the human experience is to experience the ups and the downs. They're, they're all through the, they're peppered all throughout our life day to day. You may have one moment where you're happy, one moment where you're sad. And, when it comes to emotions, you don't want, we, like I said, we, we try to avoid the negative and the, and the tight, uh, negative labeled emotions. And it, it just, it, it, they don't work that it, when you try to avoid them, when you try to, to dampen them and you try to, to suppress those, those particular emotions. And there's a lot of reasons why you don't want to resist your emotions because one, you're, you're just, when you deny, first off, emotions are the basically the 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 color for your memories. Even when you uh, say you go on a camping trip, you have just the perfect camping trip. It's not too hot, it's not too cold, it's just that right temperature. The nights get just cool enough that you can actually use a sleeping bag. The uh, fire lights up immediately. You cook the steaks or hamburgers or, or hot dogs are all to perfection. You have the most incredible amount of types of s'mores ever made the, where the, the, the marshmallow is just toasted. It's just slightly nice and golden brown instead of being, you know, the flaming torch that we usually run around with like we're an Olympic torch. We have all these, if we have all these wonderful occurrences, that in all reality, that that camping trip is one really boring camping trip. It doesn't stick in your head nearly as well. You may think back on it and go, "Well, that was a good pay camping trip," but that's about all you will think of. Think back in in your life, all the motion, all the camping trips or family vacations, all the good things that you have in a memory of being good. What do you actually see in there? That usually is something that actually is something goofy happened, something out of the ordinary, something that was unfortunate. I've told the story a couple of times where I went camping. We used to go down to this place in outside of New Bronzeville to go tubing in Texas. We take, uh, take, uh, car inner tubes, car tire inner tubes, which they're still around. They just aren't used for car tires anymore, but you would, we'd take these inner tubes and. We would go to the Guadalupe River and we would hop in. This is a beautiful spring fed, uh, river that is just colder than, oh, you don't want to try to try to get with a girl when you're in the, in the Guadalupe because you try doing anything. She's going to laugh at you later on because it, it gets cold. It shrivels things. <laughs> so, but you don't want, but as you, Whenever I went to, to 
the Guadalupe to go tubing one time. We stuck our tent. I swear, I think we stuck it right in the uh, right our front door, right in a patch of stinging nettles. Couldn't find them. I mean, we'd look down there and there was nothing but, you know, it looked like nothing but grass and, and stuff. I still couldn't tell you what a stinging nettle looks like, but it never failed. You would walk in and all of a sudden do something and you'd walk out and nothing. Then about a minute and a half, two minutes later, all of a sudden your, your toe or your ankle or your top of your foot or the side of your foot or some part of your foot would start just kind of tingling and that tingle would grow and it would grow even harder stronger and stronger until eventually you felt like your foot was on fire and you didn't know couldn't tell what in the heck was going on and you don't know where you picked it up at but we as we realized what where uh the stings must have come we must we moved it over but that was one of the funniest things is because it would never fail we would walk through it and then you know five minutes later the folks that were using the tent uh, to change or whatever, they'd come walking out and five minutes later, you'd see them reaching into the cooler to grab uh, ice to put on where they, where they brushed up against that stinging nettle. It was, it's always been funny. You, if maybe you lost your, you know, your fishing equipment on the interstate. You, there's all these things and us people, uh, there's, there's a reason we have the saying, well, don't worry. We'll look back on this and one day we'll look back on this and laugh. And it's because, yeah, those stressful, horrible things that happen to us are actually some of the best memories that we have. You know, the time where you go out to go hunt and you see the perfect elk and you're right there, but he just knows exactly what the range is. And anytime you try to get closer to him, he's just right outside the range no matter where you go he's just right outside the range you can't get close to him but you get a good look at him but you never are able to shoot him you know there's those things those stories that's what makes the story that's we use emotions to color our stories to color our our memories because that's what we're telling when we tell stories uh of our camping trips or our fish latest fishing expedition there's always some type of struggle that we have to get through and that's what makes our makes us interesting, makes us the most interesting people in the world are the people who've got the best stories. And to have those stories, you have to have emotions and you have to have, talk about the, the feeling of the, of the, of the, the story. So emotions are part of who we are. So we, we have to accept that we are going to feel happy. We are going to feel sad. We're going to feel angry sometimes. All these emotions, even the ones that I feel, I think are completely useless. They're not useless if an emotion serves you and denying an emotion does not serve you in any way unless it is you're just holding it off. And so that you can process it later. If you don't process an emotion, a lot of bad things actually happen. One of the biggest things is that we don't grow when you are trying to become the better man, which if you're listening to this show, that's one thing you're trying to do. You're trying to be, uh, understand yourself so that you can become the better dad. You can become the dad that your son desperately wants you to be. He wants you to, he wants to be able to have someone he can relate to, especially when they're in the teenage years. They're the, the cocktail of hormones is swimming through their, through their system. Not only causes them to walk around with a face full of, of zits and actual boner, but they're also, they're also needing someone to help guide them and to, to direct them in, into how to, how to address the, the, the emotional ups and downs of, of, of the teenage life. 
And the only person who can actually do that is the person who's been uh, through that before. Now, it doesn't do any good if you're cutting off those lines of communication and you're always getting angry at at a teenager doing stupid teenager stuff. To become better and to be and to be able to grow and develop, we have to ha- allow our emotions to to live. And I I say emotions are act kind of like a living thing, but their lives are so short lived. If you were to sit back, yeah, it may feel. Say you had a grandmother die, or uh, your dog died, and you are just swimming in a in a pool of of, of sorrow and and. And you don't know what to, what it is you really uh, need to do. This feeling of of, of self pity is such a such a a uh, draining sensation. A, a that you really it, it needs to just get over. And so you try you find something to help deaden uh, dead that emotion, deaden that feeling, and get it out of the way. But uh, because when you're sad, it almost feels like you're drowning in in sorrow. And not that you're drowning your sorrow, but you're drowning in sorrow. And because you, because you feel that, it seems like that emotion is never ending. Wake up one day and you, you're sad. You're pretty much sad all day. You wake up and you've lost a parent. You find out that your parent died suddenly, maybe in a tragic car wreck, or maybe he, they just had a, a health problem that went unchecked and they, they pass suddenly. Well, you're going to be, you're going to be sad and you're going to grieve for them. And that, that grief is going to go for days on end. And you're going to may even have it uh, be down and in the, uh, have, be a little blue and all that, or may even have some down outright uh, depression going on. But that's not going to last forever. If, especially if you stop trying to resist that emotion, allow that, the grief and the sorrow to bloom and just give yourself time to actually be with that emotion. Let examine that emotion, uh, in an honest and, and curious way. You'll see that it's nothing that is really going to hurt you. It's just because emotions are nothing more than a vibration. You're, and if we allow that emotion to actually just be and to grow and to bloom and to, and to, to do run its run its life, you'll actually find that yeah, it may be a couple days at the longest, but it's not going to last nearly as long. You'll see, you'll witness that emotion to to well up, and it'll it'll have a a, a full I would almost call it a bell curve style where it gets up and it gets really intense, and then it's intense for just a very short minute a bit of time, then it drifts off. And, and goes back down to the amount of emotional strength that it had before. And when we allow those, those bloom, emotional blooms to happen, whether it's happiness, sadness, or whatever, if we allow that to happen, we actually become a stronger, better person because we realize that, Hey, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling angry. Just allow that emotion to be. We can look and examine and, and understand ourselves better. We, when we understand ourselves better, we grow. We become a better person. We become stronger because we are, um, able to cope. We deal, we develop healthier, better coping mechanisms. Another reason why denying yourself an emotion to be, uh, more, more full, 
allowing them to just not not allowing them to be be what they're meant to be, which is a means to color our, our lives. We also lose the ability to actually relate with others because you're going to have someone who is happy or or someone who is sad. And if you're dodging sadness all the time because you had a horrible experience with sadness or what you perceive to be a horrible experience of sadness down the, uh, sometime in your past, you're not going to you're you're not going to be able to relate with that person because one, it's him them talking about sadness or them be experiencing sadness is going to resurrect the sadness that you're dodging. So you're not going to want to even be around someone who is sad. You're going to want to avoid that. And you're going to, because of the avoidance, you're not going to be able to, to as effectively relate to, to someone as if you were actually, um, aware and present with what emotions you, you have. Now, a lot of pro- people actually turn to addiction when they are denying an emotion. And this is a dangerous outcropping of where an emotion, uh, denying uh, yourself an emotion can cause a lot of very serious problems. Now, a lot of folks, a lot of times if we are, we're uncomfortable with being bored or we're uncomfortable with, with stress or we're uncomfortable with being any type, any insert any emotion that you uh, are uncomfortable with. We turn to some type of substance to dampen that, that feeling. So instead of allowing, say, say stress is, is building up. So you, you can't, you don't, you tell yourself all the time that you, you can't handle stress. Well, you're going to find a way to dampen the feeling of that stress. And to do that, you're going to be, a lot of us turn to food. Yes. And I'm, I'm not saying food is an addiction, but the effects that food has can replicate what an addiction does in that it takes and it stuffs down a, a an emotion off. All of a sudden you're, you're a stress eater and you're weighing 300 pounds. And, you know, you're going to, you may feel horrible that you just went through and ate a whole box of Oreos, followed that and washed that down with a bag of chips. And now you're digging around, rooting around in the refrigerator for some ice cream. You, there's, there's a, there's a reason why you are uh, wanting to avoid that emotion. And, bec- and the sad thing is that you, the effects of the, uh, of addiction, like overeating or even alcohol or something like heroin or any other, uh, or, or, or meth or something like that, those don't help you feel good. In fact, they actually, you are chasing a running away from something that is very temporary and running into something that makes you feel horrible for a longer amount of time. So it's kind of a self-defeating case. You would rather feel, you know, if you overeat bloated and, and lethargic and, and, and can't stand to look at yourself in the mirror instead of looking at what the, what the cause of the stress is and addressing the root cause of what the problem is because you don't want to address the emotions you're now pushing over 300 pounds. You're starting to, you know, you're really falling apart. You're developing diabetes. You're developing and, and, uh, knee pain and back pain and all the other ailments and maladies that come about with a, with being overweight. Same thing with alcohol. A lot of people will use alcohol as a means to just kind of 
dead in the day. I had a rough day. I had a bad day. There's so many emotions that were mixed up in that word. I had a bad day. Well, what does that really mean? And if a lot of times we don't want to even worry about what that bad day was. It was just a stressful day. It was, you know, something was about that day was to a point where it's like, I don't even want to deal with it anymore. I just want to get drunk. And so what do you do? You get drunk. All of a sudden, those those emotions that are needing to live their life have been subdued. They've been drowned just a little bit. They've been dampened to where it's they're not demanding their uh, their processing, demanding to be processed and be demanding to be be uh, felt. And so you're sacrificing a bit, of maybe two, three, four hours of, of processing time just to sit back and unwind and go through your day and, and allow those, those emotions to well up and to examine them. You're now going through, you know, you've just burnt through maybe fifty, hundred dollars worth of alcohol, depending on which bar you go to. And you're, you wake up in the morning feeling like a, a truck has, has ran over you a couple, three times, you know, just kind of, did I run over something? Yep, we sure did. And off you go. You know, you're going to have, you you feel you've got that, you know, that nasty taste in your mouth and your head feels like it's about three sizes too big and you smell the the, the pork chops you made last night and it's you know that old pork chop grease is just not really smelling that good and you just you know your stomach's just doing flip flops and you're trying to he's looking for the aspirin and the and the the rollades at the same time you know you've got that that horrible feeling that you feel afterwards and all if you were to be truly honest with yourself is not worth you know a few hours of feeling an emotion and that's if it's a long one. Most of the time, emotions only last just a few moments. Denying your emotions also cause you causes causes that emotion to grow, and that's what happens a lot of times with people who have a minor addiction that get, eventually gets to something larger. A lot of times, alcoholism oh, will get to the point where, yeah, you may be a functioning alcoholic, but eventually you take that functioning alcoholic and it becomes just a, a teetotaler. Or maybe someone who's goes from, I don't know, goes from one type of, uh, one type of drug and then progresses to trying several others. Usually they find one that they really like and they stick to it and they just use it to the point of, of excess. Those things are results of that emotion not uh, being denied its, uh, its ability to be, to be felt. And because of that, that emotion actually gets bigger. It starts to resonate and become a more powerful. And so you have to work harder to actually fight against that, that whole emotional, uh, tidal wave that's been built up. And eventually the dam's going to let loose and it's, you're going to either have, um, to face the facts and deal with the bull that you have been dodging, or you're going to end up, or it's going to end up causing more problems to you internally with the, with what the ravages of whatever drug addiction or alcohol addiction or food addiction or porn addiction or, uh, television. Maybe you're, you use the television to, to vote and to deal with the emotions that you don't, to, to stuff down the emotions you don't care about. Uh, I had a, my, my stepmother for a long time 
you know, back before her and my dad uh, got a divorce, you could tell something wasn't right because she just watched a lot of television. Not that, not any particular, just, or it was a particular type of, of show. She wanted to watch the shows that made, that took her back to when she was younger, when she was, she was happier. There's a lot of things that uh, were going on family wise. And she was able to go back to a time when she was younger and uh, life was a bit uh, more of a dream. And, you know, we all think that back in the good old days. Well, she was using the television as that instead of addressing the problem at hand and, uh, and stuff. She would uh, just turning to Nick at night and watching car 54. Where are you? F troop, Dick Van Dyke show, my three sons, you know, all these old 60s, 60s and 70s shows that, that were really popular back when she was, was, was a little girl. And because you don't address those emotions, you actually also start to become, learn to, or figure out that you are be, becoming stuck. And when you're becoming stuck, you're not uh, progressing to the next level. You're not becoming a better, uh, a better person. You're just busy dodging an emotion, a, a vibration that you feel throughout, all throughout your body is what you're avoiding. And you don't want to become the, you don't care about becoming the, the better person. You don't care about achieving your goals. You're just more concerned about, I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel that happy, that happiness. You may be someone who doesn't, you don't feel like you should be worthy of ha- feeling happiness. And so you stuff down any, any joy that you may have. You, I may, maybe a sorrow, grief, anger is another one that a lot of people actually, they, you may have a, uh, feeling some resentment towards your spouse. Maybe, uh, stuff have, ha- stuff have happened and you're not, uh, and you're not having your emotional, you don't believe you're, you're having your emotional needs met. You're not having enough sex and you, you find out that the, the, all those headaches she's having are just, you know, just excuses for to not have. And so you are starting to resent that instead of trying to come to an understanding of what it, what is it that you're not meeting in her needs to allow her to become more amorous for you. So there's, you don't, you, you deny your ability to become more. And because you don't, uh, you're not allowing yourself to become a better person, you are going to become stuck. So what if you want to start trying to? allow these emotions to to grow and to, to live and to become the the to to so you can experience them and realize that life's not going it's not going to kill you well there's a couple of different ways i mean you've got first off just give them space anytime you feel a an emotion well up just allow it to just to just be you don't have to do anything with it you don't have to you know you don't have to you know, dive deep into the, into the roots of it and, and understand the, the root cause of it. But you can sit there and look at it and, under, and experience it and feel it and understand why, what it is that you're feeling. Give it a name. Give that emotion a name. It may not, <clears throat> if you really look at it, it may be sorrow at first. You may be going, well, I'm feeling sad. All right. Well, look at it. You keep looking at it. You keep examining it. You may go, well, no, it's not really sad. It's kind of more of a, mel- well, no, it's not a melancholy. It's, a, and you really start kind of 
looking at that emotion and examining it from all angles, you start to realize that it's not quite sadness. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's sadness light. It's sorrow. It's not, it's not the pits of, of, oh, woe is me sadness. It's just, you know, I'm just feeling a little sorrowful for, cause I cricket come into my mind, you know, there's, there's those different type. And there's, you realize there are many, many different types of emotions out there. And if you can examine them and understand that, well, this is sorrow. This is how, what it feels like. And just, if you let it sit there and you just, you know, celebrate the fact that you actually had a wonderful dog that was goofy and scared to death of lightning. And uh, when the 4th of July come around, you, the dog was going to be in your lap, you know, shaking away until the, until sometime after midnight. And so, and if you uh, were asleep in bed and she couldn't get up on the bed and, find a place to hang out. She was going to go sit in the bathtub. There's just, you know, you just, you feel you, un, you get around to understanding and you, and why you have an emotion that you have. Now, other ways that you can actually develop a better emotional bandolier, I guess, a means of being able to just a toolkit, an emotional toolkit. That's a, that's a better way of saying it. I was trying to think of something very manly and uh, screw it. You know, it's a toolkit is again, going through and having, getting some coaching. If you're, you've got something that a, a problem that is, you're running into and you're, you're wanting to be able to fast track through your and get through a set of obstacles and achieve a, your goals faster. A coach will help you do that. And a lot of times that you can get some emotional coaching and understand, Hey, this is, I'm, I don't want to be scared to death of, of feeling this emotion anymore. I want to be able to get past it and, and, and allow it to be. And a coach can help walk you through what those emotionals, uh, emotional sensations are those, those feelings that you're, you're feeling those vibrations, and doing so can actually help get you past the level of being, you know, where you're scared. How do I get over this barrier that I'm at? I, I can't deal with this emotional, this scare, this fear. This is, this is horrible. I've got to go, I got to go do something else. If you allow your, if you just step back and allow the coach to help you and to come in and coach you through the, what the process and gives you a set of tools and, and skills to be able to get over that barrier, you actually find that you're getting further down the trail than if you were just going at it alone. Another way you can actually do this is just join up with a, with a men's group. You can conclave of men is a, is a mastermind group where we meet together and we're meeting together on, on Thursday evenings and we, we all help each other to become the better man. And so it's just, it's a men's support group, if you want to call it that. And it's, it's doing a really good job of, of helping each other become the, the, the ideal man that we want to uh, want to be. So there's a lot of different ways that you can actually become, uh, stop denying your emotions. You can allow your emotions to, to, to be and to, to grow and to flourish and to bloom and become these beautiful emotions. Yeah, they may be a little messy at times. You may you know, but still at the same time, that's, that's part of the, the wonder and joy of being a, being a human is that we do have these weird, wild 
odd emotions that crop up at the weirdest times and, and there are things that should be celebrated and, and enjoyed and looked at with fascination. And so, and I would rec- definitely recommend that you actually go through and do that and is enjoy those emotions, enjoy those uh, amazing sensations when you have them because they are just something wonderfully beautiful. So. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Went a little long on this. Got to, but to want to go ahead and say thank you very much for listening. If you are a subscriber, double, double thumbs up. I appreciate it. If you are, if this is your first time listening, I thank you for taking it, bringing it all the way to the end. If you like this show, I would appreciate it if you were to go over to, to podchaser.com forward slash relaxed mail. Or you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser, actually. That'd probably be an easier way to do it because you're, you know, it's with relaxed mail, but go to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser and, uh, leave a rating and review. If you're an Apple iTunes, uh, uh, listener or Apple, uh, podcast listener, then if you could please, uh, go in and subscribe, it would, it would do me. Do me good. It would also help others to be able to find the, find the show. If you click the uh, subscribe and give a little bit of, uh, of social credit and social proof. If you uh, were to leave a rating and review there also, and you can get this on all the different pod catching pod catchers out there. And there's always, a, I've got many different ways to be able to, to get that for you. So anyhow, I'm going to let you go. Thank you again for letting me uh, invade your, your, your mind and, and talk to you for a bit. And guys, just till next week, I hope that you have yourself a wonderful week and uh, stand strong. It gets better every day. So till then, bye.